But hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Team Time Podcast. Um, today we've got a, a special guest with us. We've got Lukan Salakai Lotto, uh, Reds, Queens of Reds player, and also uh, a Wallaby. And so, thank you for making time for us, bro. Nah, shadows. Thanks for having me. Cool, cool. So, how you been? What's uh, what's been what's been happening? What's what's new? Well, not much, eh, bro. Just um, just finally getting over this coronavirus quarantine and isolation, starting to get a bit bit of normality back into our everyday lives. Um, the comp starting this Friday um, for our, our Super Australia um, comp, so that's exciting to look forward to. Uh, but nah, not much, man. Just home, family, training, trying, yeah. to, trying not to put on weight. Eh? Yeah, <laughs> that's the, that's a trick, man. That's like me too over here. Too many croissants. But uh, who you who's got this um this Friday? Who's playing and where? We got the Tars. Um, oh, so we man. got the Tars at at uh, Suncorp. So um, so it's pretty good. Um, to have a home game first one I think we I think the they uh, the restrictions they loosened up a bit so I think you, you can have up to I think it's 10,000 fans I saw something Solid. or maybe 2,000 fans yeah so that's good um, man so you're hoping for like everybody to like a packed stadium yeah or hope, yeah, hopefully if, that, if it is 10,000 or whatever we get as as many as be we can because um, even if it's just rugby fans in general yeah, yeah, I think everyone's just um, excited just to get out and see some sport. Eh? Hard. It's been a while, especially like no rugby in Australia until now. I think the yeah, leagues hard. have started back, so good to get some rugby back on the telly. Yeah, we haven't lost the game in about we haven't lost the game in about three months. So, yeah. <laughs> Boys are feeling confident. <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're feeling confident. We haven't. There's probably uh, we haven't had a loss in in a while. So yeah, yeah. Um, nah. Hopefully everyone comes and watches us. Eh? So the boys are pretty, um, pretty pumped. How, how's the feeling uh, in the Reds camp? Nah, it's good. Eh? Everyone's yeah. excited as expected. Um, you now we're just watching some of the New Zealand games and yeah, just man. training, just getting our combinations right again and just getting back into our groove. Everyone's just real excited just to rip in. And now that it's just an Australian comp, it's sort of like a, a trial for everyone to put their hand up for yeah. higher honours um, for like selections. Wallabies, and um, you know, you've seen how Dave Rennie's come out and just said, you know, it's a level playing field. Yep. Um, you know, there's no reputations or whatever. It's picked on form. So, um, you know, a lot of young boys who are, who put their hands up early in the year, um, you know, excited for for hopefully you know higher honor opportunities. There's boys looking to make their debuts. Yep. Uh, club players who have broken through. Um, you know, obviously we've had some players leave, so um, we've got some opportunities presented to the club boys. So. Everyone's just excited, eh? Um, That's good, man. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. It sounds like, yeah, especially with Dave Rennie, that, yeah, I've seen, oh, because Aaron Cruden used to be here and they used to be his coach at the at the Chiefs. And he said he's like the man. Yeah. I've only heard good things about him. Have you had, like, much to, like, have you spoken to him at all? Like, what's your, um, yeah, first impression? Yeah, I, I've only, I think I've only met him once. Yeah. Um, and that was at Ballymore when they came up just to have a, I think they'll just go around doing the rounds at all the, the super clubs in Australia. Um, but I've chatted to him a handful of times, not too many times. And yeah, yeah. you know, he's, he, he, I, I don't really know what he's like as a coach because we haven't had any yeah, training yeah. sessions or whatever. But from what I've um, had to deal with him, he's a pretty genuine dude. Um, you know, he's a, you know, he sounds like he's a big family man. And, um, you know, he's, he's he really puts in the effort to get to know the player away from footy. Yeah. Um, you know, to try and build those, those close relationships. Um, so you know, hopefully, when when boys do join camp, that um, he knows them more on a on a personal level, level, so he's able to so he's able to you know get the best out of that player. Yeah, hundred um, percent. 
I think that's one thing that's overlooked a lot these days or when I experienced when I was younger is that um man you gotta be able to know what to play how the player um you know is wired and yep. how to get the best out of them so nah he's been good man I've spoken to him a few times but um I haven't had too much to do with him nah sweet as um and for those who don't know like Kyle and I used to carpool together to training back in the day in your black, what was it, a Holden, was it my Astra? Black, my black Astra, yeah, my black Astra. <laughs> that was before my we upgraded Astra it. With, uh, uh, my black Astra with the staples holding the roof up. <laughs> so that was, they, those, those are some are good the, times. Those are the that was days, before, yeah, yeah, that's like when we first just started at the at the yeah. Reds. And um, yeah, was, we had some really good chats. So it's kind of cool to be on this platform and I guess everybody can hear what we're talking about. But um, yeah. just a bit about footy. Like what was your first... Um, World Cup experience like in Japan? Like from the outside looking in, it looked man pretty surreal. But from the inside, uh, what was it like for you as as like a young player, you know, experiencing your first World Cup? That was man. It was it's probably one of my favorite um, and most um, fun experiences I've had so far playing footy. Wow. Um, I, I I never thought I would, I would you know be playing in a World Cup or participating in one. So man, to be able to do that, um, especially. You know, with, with the amount of good players in Australia, uh, the player pool to, to pick from is, man, I was just blessed and just real grateful to be able to be part of that squad, eh? But, man, just being in, you know what it's like being in Japan, eh? it's just, it's another level, eh? The fans are like, um, they're like so, super man, fans, eh? They go crazy. Yeah. They love the rugby players. Oh, bro. It's like, it's like we're NBA players or something. <laughs> it's just, man, they just go crazy, eh? And, you know, they were... The way they hosted their run and hosted us was was awesome, bro. But um, just the level of rugby, eh? We we had games against um, Fiji, Georgia, Uruguay, yep. and they're like just just to see the level of rugby that's played um, in all parts of the world and just to come together and and you know play for eighty minutes um, was just awesome. Um, the players I, I got to got to feed off and learn off, um, you know, just sponge up all the information they had from all the experiences was was cool um especially some of those players that was sort of like their last time wearing the jersey so yeah who was like the one for you that you kind of learned a lot from and took a lot from during that campaign oh well i've always said i've always said simo was i've always said from day one simo has been um you know one of my biggest influences in terms of learning the game yep um improving and, and just being able to you know Rob with the good and bad punches. So, um, you know, I'm always continuously learning from Simo. Um, Keps, Keps, you know, you know, Keps says, yeah, you all refer to as, as, yeah, he's the man. So, um, yeah. So in terms of the hierarchy, he was, he was, he was definitely the one who, um, you know, was a, was a voice and um, was sort of like a, a parent for most Island boys in, in camp and yep. um, for, for majority of the younger boys. So, um, you know, just to be able to learn, um, stuff from Kips on the field, but even just dealing with being away from family for quite a long time. Yeah, he's done it for many um, years. Eh? I don't know how many years he was there. Yeah, for. man. Yeah, so he's got yes, heaps of kids, and yeah. you know his his wife. You know, he, you see that side of things. Um, he's experienced it all. So just being able to have his um his wisdom and advice to be able to you know help us off the field and and you know just keep our keep our focus straight was was good. Um, but yeah, I, there's heaps of players to name. Eh? It's just, just grateful for those opportunities. But uh, yeah, man, hopefully I'm I'm lucky and blessed enough to be able to experience a few more. Yeah, man. Um, that's obviously, a, yeah, that's obviously a few few goals of mine. But 
Um, we'll just take see, take one year at a time, eh? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool to see like where you were back when we used to couple, like to now being on the bigger stage and having a real opportunity to kind of solidify your spot at a test level. Yeah. Like that's, I mean, that's pretty mean, man. It's awesome stuff, bro. Ah, oh, shuttles. Um, so, like, what's the biggest highlight of your career to date so far? Like, you spoken about the World Cup. Has it been a specific test or um, experience that you would say, like, that's, you know, that was like, my highlight of my career so far? Yeah. For, man, obviously, obviously, debuts are, are such a big milestone. And, um, you know, debuts, you always kind of look back on how you got there. Yep. Um, the path you took, the sacrifices your parents and your family made and everything. Um, but for me, bro, I've always said that, being able to play in Samoa oh, in 2017 yeah. with the Reds when we yeah man when yeah, we traveled man. um we all traveled together when we traveled to Samoa and that was when you know Stalzi was the coach and the good thing about that is he took all the island boys yeah everyone you know, so, yeah, yeah all of us yeah we all For went week. So all the all the all the poly boys in the squad um you know whether they were in development or they hadn't played yet or you know or few boys were in rehab he just gathered us all and just took us on the trip so man that was that was awesome mate to be able to go back um see where my family comes from um you know just just to you know i see the sacrifices that mom my parents made throughout my my years but just to see where the sacrifices stemmed from was bro was awesome mate. and just to have some of my family from there um come down and, and see them in the stands was was cool man um you know, obviously, it would have been it would have been good to be to able win. to understand and speak the language. <laughs> oh, and to win, <laughs> and to win, <laughs> and, and to win. Oh, With the language, you're hard, even like me, because oh, you know we're not that fluent in Samoan. <laughs> yeah, not that fluent. Man, they every time they get greeted and every day, and I just nod my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, man. It's pretty. But, yeah, yeah. It's tough. It's tough being like a bit plastic, because in those situations, yeah. you like feel you feel hella awkward, man. Yeah. Oh. I think yeah, I think I've just come to terms. Um, you know, I'm still trying to learn, but you know, it's that's it is just one it is. of those things there. Eh? Yeah, but yeah, man, that was that's definitely been my um um the highlight of my my career so far, and hopefully there's many more to come. But yeah, I definitely going back to the motherland for sure, for sure. Um, and like I know that rugby isn't your only passion. Um, yeah, what what's your what do you like to do outside of rugby? Like, what are your your passions or um like your hobbies? Oh, for most most of the time, I just you know you know you know you know what it's like with yeah. me carpooling with me. I've always, I've always been a big um big fan of music. Um, yeah. you know, hey, when we when we used to carpool and I used to always play certain songs and kind of break down the meaning of songs yeah. and lyrics and stuff. So yeah, for me, music's a big hobby. Um, it's something that I've always wanted to tap into. Um, big, I'm a big family man, so my 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 hobby is you know just being with my family, spending time with them, um, chilling with friends and just going for feeds. But yeah, music is probably my biggest hobby yeah. um, away from footy. Because your dad, your dad was um, like in the music scene back in Auckland, eh? back in the day. Yeah, yeah, back in the day. Yeah, yeah, my, my biological dad, yeah. So yeah, he was in the music scene back in the day. So um, Is that where it came from, yeah, you reckon? Like, did you always, did it stem from him or did you, was it, did you always just grow up lucky music and want to, Kind of pursue it, bro. I don't know, eh? I think everyone's a everyone's a fan of music these days. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, my you, you could say you could say it's stemmed from there, but bro, I, I really don't know, eh? I, I kind of fell in love with it 
by myself, really. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, that, yeah. You, you're probably right saying that's where it stems from, but um, yeah, bro. I just Discovered listen it to you're... it every day. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. That's yeah. I just I enjoy making enjoy making music as well, which I'm, you know, just starting to tap into now. So yeah, that's that's my biggest hobby. Is that like your big term? Like, would you want to be like an artist and kind of make your music as a living uh, after footy? Is that kind of the dream for you? Well, if if it, if it went down that path, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah I, I'm, man, I'm, I'm not too, I'm not too, I'm not too fast on trying to make a living out of it. I, for me, I just just enjoy, enjoy doing making it. music. Yeah, yeah, making music. Um, you know, spreading a message or spreading a word. And for me, it's I'm not really in in the music to make money. I'm I'm fortunate yeah. that um, I've got rugby as my you know my as my job, and I can I'm able to do music on the side and and explore and, and just you know and experimental things but um man look if, if I, i'd be lying to say if i it, it didn't provide me a, a career um post rugby um I, i'd definitely love to but um at the moment man if i make music it, it'll yeah it, it's just just for the love just, of it yeah, really. like, oh nice yeah. man because in australia like obviously there's been a massive um yeah the music scene has really grown kind of out of nowhere i don't know like with um some of the Kind of artists coming up from Sydney, Melbourne, and, and and Queensland. Like, what's your take on it? Like, how have you have you enjoyed kind of seeing a lot of these Poly Brothers come through and kind of make music and stuff? And are you do you listen to like some of their, some of their music? Yeah, bro, it's me, eh? Just yeah. to see the 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 big wave of, of Poly artists coming through now. Um, all, all genres of music. Um, Oregon is Oregon is good, eh? It's good for the good for the culture, good for our people to you know expand in in all areas. Um, because you know. There was very few, or there wasn't many, as Before, there is yeah, now. You see, it, you see every every Friday or Saturday, there's another another artist or another group dropping music, or um, or making waves or making moves. So it's man, I reckon it's cool, cool to see, cool to see people that look like us, you know, yeah, stepping man. out of their comfort zone, or or um, you know, taking a chance, or or really just backing themselves to do something they love. I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah, because I think it also shows like um, the youth. That there's a pathway for them too. Like if they see guys like HP Boys one four, like Lisi, you know, that means that they can, you know, they can do it as well. Like they can make music and make a bit of money as well eventually. Um, but I think it's a cool thing for the youth to see. Oh yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Because you know, it's just like know, rugby at the moment. The teenagers eh? now. Yeah, like the teenagers now, like the youth now, they're looking up. They, you know, now, now I, I sense that the vibe is every, every young Polynesian or young or the youth of today they want to be musicians now yeah true. instead of rugby, rugby players, players where it was always it was always rugby was yeah, always the, yeah. I, I want to grow up and play in the NRL I want to I want to play rugby or, or do sport just I feel like the main vibe now is they all want to be musicians which is cool to see because it shows that um it's, a, it's another thing that we can continue or excel in yeah um you know who knows maybe maybe next year everyone wants to be doctors or something yeah hard man but you know, it's, it's man, the sky's the limit for our people. Because, like I said, I, I honestly reckon we've got some of the best potential in our people in the world. So, yeah, I just don't think we've really lived up to it. Like one of Lisi's in the sixty-four bars home, he says like, they recognize me, they put me in a factory, and expect me to think that's enough. Tell them to get stuff. And I think that's true. Like, yeah, coming out of high school, you just think that Polys, they're just gonna go work at Polar Fresh, go work at Coles, work at Woolies. Yeah. And, you know, that's 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 all they can do or play rugby if if they're good enough. But man, yeah. I reckon I, I like how people are kind of breaking the the barrier 
of what's possible yeah. you know and, and what you can achieve not just with rugby but in music or like in like arts or yeah, different things like it's like we need people like that to yeah to show the, the youth that they man they they can achieve a lot man they're not just destined to be in a, in a warehouse yeah I, 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 yeah 100% and like for me personally I, I think we'll be foolish enough we'll be t- we'll be foolish to not to not follow these people Yep. Um, you know, they're, they're great too, leaders. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Support them and, and you know, and, and follow them through and, and um, you know, just really take um a lot out of what they're doing and what they're achieving because they're just showing that anything's possible. Yeah. Um, you know, that it's you don't you don't have to you don't have to finish school and, and go and work in a factory. Um but you know, in saying that there's nothing, there's nothing wrong, wrong with people working in yeah. you know, and kind of if if that's what you, if that's what you want to do, then money. you know, so be it. There's you know, some people don't have a choice. That's the that's the reality. Some people, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of cases and a lot of people can relate to the fact saying, you know, they have to put their their um, their ambitions or their dreams aside to be able to just support family. Yeah, true. Um, so you know, it, it, we can't put a blanket over everyone and say, you know, go you chase your this. dreams yeah. because the reality you know, is some, some people have to put food on yeah, the table at the moment. Yep. Yeah, some yes, yeah, some people, you know, some people maybe they they can't chase their dreams. You know, maybe our parents. Maybe our parents wanted to do something of themselves, but they've had to go work a nine to five yep. for us to be able to, um, you know, pursue our dreams. So, hundred percent. I think, yeah, I think, I think for the youth, I think, man, we have to continue to evolve and, and kind of break that barrier down. Um, you know, we got to try and, you know, I always say we got to try and, and go one step further than our parents, yeah. just like they did with their parents. Yep. Because um, then we'll just start creating more more opportunities for our people. Um, and like you said, breaking down those barriers. 100%, man. And I guess we, we spoke about this a little bit before, um, but I think it'll be kind of timely now to kind of talk about it. And a, yeah, like a, a message for the youth, um, especially what happened to the young boy, uh, Solomon, in, 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 in Melbourne, about like, yeah, about violence and uh, like what, what do our youth need to hear and what's causing them to act that kind of certain way? Like what where do you think it stems from? And, um, you know, where do we need to focus our messages and attention for for like our youth polynesians maldives or any any youth in throughout the world yeah man first of all rest in peace to um yeah you know to 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 solomon so that's it's sad to see eh? and it's just and just seeing the reaction from our from the um pacifica community Mm -hmm. and our people um just shows you know just how, how, how much people were just let down um by by those events um but yeah, man, it's a it's a real touchy subject because um, you know there can never be you can never have the right answer yeah. because there's obviously different situations, situations that a lot of you know there's a lot of situations that the youth of today go through. Um, you know, not everyone has that perfect home. Mm-hmm. Not everyone comes from that. Um, you know that. Um, you know, two parents at home working. You know, and you know, it's just it's impossible for everyone to be like that. So, um, people come from you know different circumstances. But man, I, I truly I've always been raised and taught and um i believe that everything starts at home um i've seen a lot of people blame the music um and for me i just think that's just the easy way out yeah true that's just the easy answer of just blaming on drill music is people saying drill music um, i think that's just the easy way out so easy it's just to turn around and say it's drill music's fault and then continue living our lives yeah um because we're not addressing the problem we're you know we're just highlighting something uh, without knowing the actual facts Mm -hmm. Um, so for me, I, I think it's it's um you know it's it starts at home, um but like I said, home doesn't look the same for everyone. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we all come from different walks of life and, and different situations, different experiences. Um, but yeah, I, I believe it starts from home. Um, I, I think um, it has to be, you know, we're our, the way we're raised, a lot of, you know, this discipline has always been instilled in our, our homes. Um, generally, you think you'd always say that, you know, it's our growing up discipline was always, you know, we were always disciplined mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, just the way we've been brought up. We all know right from wrong. We all, we know, we all know when we're pushing the boundaries. So, um, I think when there's a lack of discipline, um, you know, it just allows um, the youth to be influenced by by bad things more easy, more yep. easier, like easily. So, um, because you know, there's obviously, you know, there's no. Oh, how do you say? It? You know, they're not in check or they don't have a routine where they can stick to. Um, so they just, you know, they open themselves up to 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 be influenced by anything. Yeah, um, that's so true, man. There's even like a small um, example. Yeah. Yesterday we went to the we went to this park, and my little boy, um, there's this little boy that was climbing. He was on the top of the playground, and there was a little kid trying to cl- climb up, and he reckons tried to kick my son, tried to kick this little kid down, and then I was like, I told him off, but I grabbed him. And then me, me and my wife felt really bad after. And then we kind of reflected, yeah. like, man, do we, like, what, we felt like the worst parents, like, do we discipline them enough? Or, like, we just try to reflect on maybe how we could do things better. But I, even, like, mm-hmm. as in little kids, if you discipline them well, they know that a certain behavior isn't good. Um, a certain yeah. way to, 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 to react to someone or to treat someone isn't good. So um, I definitely agree with that. As, as parents, um, we can do a lot more to kind of be a bit like reflect on our, on our parenting and see where we can improve. But like you said, not everybody has like a mom and dad. Some just have a mom, some just have a dad. Some come from dysfunctional yeah. families. Um, yep. But it's realizing, yeah, maybe if you weren't brought up by good parents, like if, you, if you're a parent, maybe you can improve and, and be a better parent to your children. Yeah. Yeah, you know, there's, it's impossible to be able to um, have your message or your, your what you're saying heard by every every young Polynesian yeah, kid out there or yeah. every young, young, young teenager out there. Um, but, you know, for me, my message is, man, violence, violence doesn't solve anything. No, 100%, never. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I heard in that situation in Melbourne, um, you know, I heard that it was it was our own people that were doing it to, um, yeah, doing it to a, each other. Yeah, exactly. That's the saddest yeah, thing, like, eh? for, Yeah, just to, bro, to, yeah, I, I don't want to talk about what happened in Melbourne because I don't want to highlight it all. I don't yeah, want to, yeah. I like what happened there because it's, man, it's, yeah, I, I don't feel comfortable talking about it. But in terms of the youth, I just feel like there's a, the positive thing is there's a lot of room for growth. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of, there's a, there's a lot of space um, and there's a lot of young kids who are, um, they may not know, but they're yelling, they're, they're screaming for help. Oh, help, yeah. You know, they, they want, they want that, they want to be nurtured. They want to be um, directed in, in the right path. They just need people to. Um, you know, to be able to, to be able to give them that opportunity yeah. and guide them, um, and not everyone's going to be able to speak up. You know, yep. maybe they're just, you know, maybe they're they're resorting to this stuff just to fit in, just yep. to be able to fit in and to to feel a sense of belonging. Definitely. Um, but man, I I, I, I yeah, I, I think it's what we need to do as as um as us people who are older. Um, you know, we're all leaders in our own right. So, when we start at home, we gotta, you know make we got to make you know shifts and in, in potentially cultural shifts to you know try and stop this because it's happening too much yep it's happening too it's happening too often and um you know we got to have those tough conversations those tough conversation 
conversations with yep. our our own young ones, our siblings, our our kids. Um, you know, it, it has to be done because man, it's we can't afford to just keep losing our um, our youth because they're they're the future. Yeah, they're 100%. the future of our people. Hundred percent. Um, yeah. So, and I think as a culture, I could run on, yeah, like culturally, it's kind of. Uh, I kind of frowned down upon to kind of talk about your feelings. I think sometimes you kind of just expect to be like toughen up, you know, tough love. Yeah. But I think in this day and age, man, like it's serious stuff with social media and things like that, like cyberbullying, where it can really affect people. Like you said, like kids are asking for help. Like they may not show it, but I think the youth need to also learn that they need to learn how to talk, open their mouth, go to people that you trust and yeah. say, like, I'm feeling this certain way. Like this guy made me feel like this on social media or on Facebook, Instagram. Like he stepped me out or whatever else. Um, and, and kind of changing that mentality that you need to be hard all the time, like you need to be tough all yeah. the time when you don't need to be. Some, it's good to be vulnerable and, and, and to be honest and, and to be truthful because that's when you can you can receive the help that you that you need, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and I think one thing with social media, it, it, it allows these kids or allows people to have a, um, you know, a, put up a, a, you know, be a different person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? You know, we, we could we could be you know living in a, you could be living in a house with, with young people and you know they are how they are at home but you know they could be that same night on their phone being a different person online. Yeah, you know, like it's, it's dangerous, man. It, social media has created a space for people to you know sort of live a double life. Yeah, so or, like, you know not not yeah. So like for the youth, be yourself, eh? Like don't try and be someone you're not. Yeah. Like that's just not cool, and that's that's where you can get into a lot of trouble. I think. Yeah, I think, man, I think it's, you, you, you really want to, you want to learn now and find out later, you know, the effects and, and the repercussions that it can have from, from doing that sort of stuff to, I don't, I don't condone all, all that stuff and, and, you know, you can, you can say so many things and people can interpret it, you know, so many different ways, but mm-hmm. I just think just being, being yourself um, 24-7 is being the real you, you know, the way you are around your family. Um, just be, just oh, I yeah. encourage the youth of today just just to be that person, be that young person that you are when you're around your family, and your when mom you're and around dad, your grandparents. Yeah, because yeah. um, man, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. There's a lot of there's a I see a lot of young Polynesian kids these days. Um, you see them. I go and pick up my brother from school every day. I see these kids how they are at school. I was once a young I yeah. was once a young teenager. You know exactly. Yep. Um, you know, go to school. You know, you, you know, he's. All of a sudden, you're the funny guy, or you're mm. the you're the tough dude at school. Yep. Um, you know, you have this persona. You know, the teachers can't touch you; they can't tell you off like your parents do. So you're sort of like freedom. You know, like I'm free; I can just be whoever I want. Yeah, exactly. I, I see these kids, you know, and yeah, man, I, I just encourage you know if there's any young kids out there listening or or what, I just encourage you just to and just to be yourself because it's only going to benefit you. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's only going to benefit you, and you sell yourself short. Um, not only that, is man, your parents have done a lot for you to to be able to go to school mm-hmm. or to be able to do the things you do. Um, and just just remember, there's a lot of people who have worked hard to, for you to even be alive today. Hundred percent. They're like for you to even have the blessings that you do have. Um, so just you know, we all know what's wrong and what's what's not, or what's good and what's bad. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah yeah that's um, true yeah, man I'm going for days bro yeah because when you think about it like, like like you said like our parents sacrificed their opportunities for us 
And so if we're just like acting hard and like being acting stupid and not thinking before yeah. we're doing and just like like you said, putting on a different persona, like trying to act like the cool guy or the funny guy, like we're wasting our parents like what they their sacrifice for us. Like we're being ungrateful. I think the youth need to know that, yeah, you need to be a lot more grateful for the opportunities because man, I've been to some places where and you know, you, you hear about those stories about people like in Africa they just have they don't have any of these they wish that they had opportunities that they that we have in Australia. Um, so they yeah, we yeah. definitely need to make the most of it, eh? like for for all of us. Yeah, like man, like you wanna like you wanna be hard or you wanna be, you know, you wanna be that person, like be that person for the right reasons, you know. Yeah. You know, I, I was brought up in a way where um, you know, you wanna be tough. If you want to be tough, when you go get a part-time job after school, yeah, go true. get your L's, go get your license while you're in school. Do these things, learn your responsibilities, learn, um, you know, learn how to be accountable for your stuff. You know, learn all these things while you're in school because once you turn 18, you're you're legal. Mm. You're legal to go to jail. They can they can lock you up. Yeah, you know, like you're in the real world that you can. You're not a kid anymore. You're you're 18. So, um, you know, my message is. You know, for the kids, if you are able to, um, if you can, you know, try and get a part-time job. Um, I know a lot of I know a lot of young kids who do have part-time jobs. You know, you see them working at, at fast food restaurants and stuff. Um, go and get your license. Don't 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 delay that. Um, yeah. These these things are these lessons and these responsibilities that you can learn. They're adult responsibilities that you can have in school. Yeah, and I like because um, you because you lived it. Uh, I, I remember you telling me that you used to work at KFC after school. And like you said, to get yeah. a training, and so like yeah, yeah, you're not just saying that like you actually lived it yourself, which is like the main like the yeah, main thing. Yeah, mm. and and I, I, it may not suit everyone. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying I have all the answers or I this is how you should do things. I just I from my experiences, yeah. I truly I truly do think it does help. Um, you know, getting a part time job, knowing what it is like to be punctual. Yep. Um, having these responsibilities, knowing about them, go to school, after school, walk. Go to work, um, you know, come back from 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 home, get ready for school, yeah. and and repeat that. And within and within all that, go home, do your fails, do your chores, still, um, you know, try and be a, a, a good um good child to your parents, a good sibling, mm-hmm. um, you know, learn these things. And for me, what it what it done was also was, was it took up all my time, so I had no time, time to, to muck around you know, and yeah, get in. I had into trouble. I, I had no. I had no time to, to you know to, to muck around or get up to mischief. Um, True. If I if I did have any any spare time, it would be hanging out with my mates, mm-hmm. or you know, um, yeah. I think I think today the the um, the youth they're very um, curious. Yeah, hundred um, percent. They're very curious. They want to know what it's like. Um, they want to experience certain things. Um, but you know, maybe that's just how some people are wired. Some of the youth are wired. Um, you know, they got to experience things for them to to get to turn the cold shoulder to it and go, nah, that's not for me. Yeah. Or maybe I shouldn't. Uh, so yeah, maybe they learn the hard way. But uh, for me, um, that's what's worked for me in the past. Um, and and I still think about those um those lessons those because those are life lessons. Yeah. Um, those lessons and just the responsibility. So, um, for me, I urge uh, for any young person listening, um, maybe give it a try, see if it works for you. Um, if it doesn't, then. You know, I'm sure there's a, there's hundreds of other ways to be able to, um, you know, get the best out of yourself yeah. or just learn lessons. So there's a lot of things, yeah. Love it, man. Now that's some really good uh, messages, I think, for our youth, and I hope that they, because I've a few people have hit me up like about this podcast and 
saying about like they would really like some messages for the youth, especially like with what's been happening in Australia. So I think these messages, are, yeah, I think they're really worth listening to. And, you know, because it's, it's, it's coming from us, not from their parents, you know. I think sometimes yeah. we see it when it comes from the parents that they really listen, but when it comes from like another Polynesian, like a rugby player or someone else, you know, it might incline them to, to open their ears a bit more and soften their heart a bit more so they can receive them. Because, yeah, like you said, man, they can really change your life. Like what you choose to do now uh, will impact you and your, yeah, your family if you choose to have one later. Like it's, these, these years are really crucial, eh? Yeah, oh, 100%. These are, you're, you're, you're building your, this is the foundation. Yep. This is your foundation that you're creating, you're building for yourself to, um, you know, you, you know, to jump off um, when you when you reach adulthood. Mm-hmm. That's this is, you don't, um, you know, nothing against it, but, and you don't want to be behind the eight ball once you once you finish school. No. Um, you don't want to be playing catch up. Um, you know, I think yeah, it is what it is. But uh, man, like you said, man, there's a lot of. A lot of, lot of young people out there that um, are, you know, are really in need of help and of good guidance and um, good role models. So, um, you know, it's up to people like us and everyone out there listening and people who aren't listening to, you know, to to speak up, um, you yeah. know, try and get the best out of them and just lend a hand. Because um, that's, you know, that's that's all it takes really is just someone just to lend a hand and just, you know, walk with them yeah, along sure. their journey. Sweet, bro. Well, yeah, thank you very much for that. And if, is there anything else you want to add or you're pretty, ha- pretty happy with everything you said? Well, just, with yeah. Like for the youth, yeah. Like obviously, we can go on for ages, but yeah, if there's, an, yeah. there's anything else you... Nah, like. Yeah, like I said, I, I don't have all the answers and I'm not I'm, I'm not, I'm not sitting here today saying, yeah. um, you know, this is what you should do, but um, that's just what's worked for me. That's just my look on things. Um, You know, there's going to be people who, have, who, who um, agree, people who disagree. Um, but yeah, we everyone has a has a part to play. Definitely. Um, and um, not one person can do it. Um, no matter how big or small your platform is, um, it'll we all go home at the end of the day. It starts at home. Um, you know, we got to all, um, you know, we all have a slice of the pizza to, you know, to help fix and, yeah. um, you know, keep creating, um, keep creating good stuff. So yeah, love it all. Well, yeah, thank you for your insights and. I guess sharing your experience and I know that I c- like what you shared can definitely impact and, and help someone out there that needs to hear it, especially like the youth um, and or parents, like hearing it from like our point of view as well, like listening to what we have to say can help them in their own, yeah, in their own life. So um, yeah, best of luck uh, against the Tars coming, uh, is it this week, this week? Yeah, this Friday. Sweet bro. So yeah, thank you again for joining us and um, thank you guys for listening.